0: Like Uh,
1: people who happily uh, will uh, put themselves into pain for an hour class (laughs) and get a bunch of bruises are probably also like, Venn diagram is a circle (laughs) of the people who would stage (laughs) Yeah.
2: Hello, we are here at Sun Sounds of Arizona in Flagstaff, Arizona, and welcome to episode 31 of
0: Untamed Shrew's Women Talk Theater. Presented by the Flagstaff Shakespeare Festival, I'm Hannah. And I'm Becky. And in today's episode, we are joined by Kelsey Haunts, the stage manager of our summer shows to discuss arguably one of the most important positions in theater, stage managing. But first, we're going to do a little shrew check-in. And... Dawn actually won't be here with us for the episode, so I'm going to just
2: drop in Dawn's little check-in here. Okay,
3: so this is kind of an odd check-in for me because I'm not actually joining you guys for this amazing episode. But we just spent a very hot morning setting up our tent with the most amazing crew of volunteers. I'm literally blown away by how well tent setup went and by all of the random lovely humans who came to help us set up our tent, uh, including Kelsey, who's not really a random human. She's a highly involved human, (laughs) but she was amazing. Um, And now you're going to do a great episode with Kelsey, but I am not going to join you all because in between planning this episode and actually doing this episode and it also being tent day um my great my great my grandma blake's great grandma decided to come to town for two days my mom who's been away all summer decided to come to town for two days and sean's sister decided to come to town for four days. So it was like, there's just no way I can spend all morning setting up the tents and also record an episode of Shrews and spend any meaningful time with my family. So I really appreciate you all doing this episode and um, it'll be super fun to listen to because I won't listen when I'm in them. <laughs> Jeez, I just can't think of any, like the tent has been like the big thing on my mind and like, literally been like laying awake at night thinking there's no way it's going to happen this is going to be a catastrophe everything's going to fall down around us and then it happened so beautifully and so quickly and so I feel like that is also my personal check-in because it has been an immense weight lifted for me Uh, and I'm just so grateful that it's up and I'm sure there's going to be like videos on our Instagram and like little clips and stuff so please check it out it is really an insane feat. Um, And yeah, we're all set up at Lowell. And now we just have to figure out like 20,000 other logistics. But I honestly having the tent up is (sighs) I'm going to be able to enjoy the rest of this time with my family. So yeah, that's really my only check in. amazing
0: yay thanks don <laughs> we missed you now that she
2: checked in we did get to see her for a hot second but yeah you know editing magic yeah so, thank you don
0: Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um so hannah how was let's do a check-in with you yeah you are back in phalanx now. i am back
2: oh my gosh so much has happened since last check-in um since last chicken uh chicken chicken <laughs> Since last chicken. <laughs> Since last check-in, I opened a show. I closed a show in a different state. I then went to a whole other different state with my brother. Me and my brother visited Charleston, South Carolina. Then once my show in North Carolina closed, I popped over to New York for Fourth of July week to visit Friend of the Podcast Caden Slam. <laughs> Uh, so I was there for a week, which was a blast. Saw you know the fireworks on someone's rooftop. It was great. Um, saw some friends. <clears throat> saw oh saw Eric, in his show. Yeah. Uh, so if you haven't listened to Eric. Christopher Peterson's episode <laughs> literally Broadway I went and <laughs> saw his show which was so lovely good yeah um, so that was great Yay. and then um, you know got stuck in Boston overnight flights just been in a lot of <laughs> flights be crazy uh, flights be crazy this time of year um, and then finally made it home a day later than I was supposed to but made it home yeah. and I've been home actually I guess today is exactly a week so I've been home mm-hmm. a week Um, And it's just was a lot of catching up on work and getting back to Ariel and getting back to CrossFit and seeing friends and seeing my boyfriend Mm -hmm. and getting back to church and just like basically just like jumping back into my life basically. And, you know, I was just so ready to not eat junk food and I'm doing a I'm not drinking. I just felt like when I was traveling I was like I just am not much of a drinker mm-hmm. and I was just like feeling like I was drinking way too much so I'm doing like a dry month few mm-hmm. months I don't know I'm like Bleh.
0: um <laughs> starts with a month and then yeah. yeah six months later who knows yeah <laughs>
2: um yeah so I'm just like oh so great to like cook at home again and yeah just have some alone time. I feel like I was, because I was on so many trips, like, with my brother and with my boyfriend and with Cadence, like, I just hadn't been alone beyond, like, you know, taking did, a shower going. or going to bed. Yeah. Like, I just was wasn't stuck stop- pe- yeah, with people all the time. Yeah. So um, it's just been nice to sort of. Slow down, but yeah, uh, as you heard in Dawn's check-in, we did the tent setup today, so I'm very tired, very hot. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we're getting ready to gear up for the shows, and I'm not actually in the summer shows, but I'm doing pre-show music and, of course, all of our marketing, and you know, just you know, the the smattering of admin duties that we all do um, at a small, scrappy company. So we're just getting that those shows up um yeah i'm trying to think what else uh yeah mostly it's just yeah. like getting home Sweet. exercising getting back into the swing the routine it was 95 degrees today it's too hot which is just ridiculous because uh you know here in flagstaff no one has air conditioning no so and even, even though
0: like even at night when i'm mm, with the fan like bringing the quote-unquote cool, cool air, air it is not, not that cool, cool air, air. yeah it is warm.
2: And of course, it's only going to last like two weeks and then it'll yeah. drop again. But it's going to be a pretty rough few weeks. Yeah. So yeah, praying for, I mean, the monsoons need to come and that'll drop the temp. But yeah. we've had a nonsoon. It's been trying to monsoon and it hasn't happened. Yeah. So I
0: think it did Soon. rain a couple days ago. A couple days ago.
2: I don't know. I can't remember. I don't remember either. During the night? I have no idea. Yeah,
0: maybe. But they're coming. They be coming. That's why we they have a tent. Coming. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. It's just been good getting obviously seeing you and Dawn and yeah. baby Blake and my aerial friends and my boyfriend and church friends and just like getting back into the swing. So yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. How about back. you? Thank you. I'm yeah. ho- glad to be home. Yeah. Um, so since we last recorded, I went to. Washington State. Um, You've gone so many places. Yes, I feel like I've also been on the move. Um, a girl on the run. Yeah, but so I did a program. Um, just going to shout out this organization called First Descent. Woo. Yeah. Wait. They, say it again. First Descent. Okay, like going down. Descents. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, which, when I first read their name, I thought it said First Descendants. And I was oh. like, oh, is this a Christian organization? <laughs> and my mom's like, no, Becky, no. it says First Descendants. And I was <laughs> like, my bad. I can't read. So I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so they're an organization that provides uh, free, like, five-ish day programming to young adults with cancer, uh, multiple sclerosis. Um, and also like caregivers, um, oh. or and or uh, like medical healthcare professionals as well. Nice. Um, so I, I didn't did... realize it was free. Yeah. How yeah. amazing. Yeah, it was incredible. Yeah. So I did a, a whitewater kayaking um, program in Washington by like Mount Hood. Um, It was the White Salmon River and the Clickitat River, and yeah, Clickitat, Clickitat. I could say that a thousand times. They call it the Clickity Clack. (laughs) Cute. But it was so much fun. Um, Hannah, I told you this story when I saw you last week, but because we were whitewater kayaking, we had like kayak skirts, and so because we were kind of like suctioned into the kayak, we needed to learn how to get out of the kayak if we flipped. Hmm. And so we did, like, a training on, like, a still lake, like, with our instructors with that. And that was the worst experience of my life. Oh, my god! Like, you're an aerialist, but this is scary. Yeah. And, like... So I did it. I like I practiced uh, like half of doing it's called a wet exit, doing a wet exit. and I came back up like and I was like gasping for air. I was like, this is the worst thing ever I've ever done. Yeah, I was like, I picked the wrong program. like this is, oh my God, I'm gonna hate the next like four days. But luckily that was not the case. Um, it was an incredible, incredible time on the river. Um, I ended up needing to do a wet exit within my first, like, 10 minutes of actually being on a river. Mm -hmm. And for me, that was great because then I got the most, quote, unquote, the most scary thing out of the way. And I felt like I could really just enjoy it because I was like, oh, yeah, like, my body doesn't want to be, like, stuck underwater. (laughs) Like, my body's going to find a way to get out. (laughs) And so, like, yeah, they gave us the tools to do that. Um, And then I also flipped like the very last thing that i did on the river in a class three rapid thank you very much thank you yeah um but again like that was so much fun even flipping so it was an incredible experience um oh, i'm so jealous that sounds amazing yeah thank you great organization um yeah and then, that's amazing we should yeah. like
2: find their logo or something
0: yeah yeah we should um hello yeah. hi first ascents thank you this is <laughs> hello, dips for everyone who was on my, oh my trip gosh. with me <laughs> yes camp name Dips. yeah we had camp names <laughs> um so so because they were like everyone like pick a name and i went with big dipper but then within my nickname i gave myself an a, even tighter a, yes nickname. <laughs> so it's dips d-y-p-s thank you <laughs> Becky with an I, dips with a Y.
2: Stop it. (laughs) Uh, So Um, I did that. Um, That's so silly.
0: (laughs) I went back to Durango again for work. Um, I was there last week, the week of the 4th. Um, Also did a little mini, like, rafting, like, two hours after work one day. Uh, Went two-stepping, which now I really want to get into Mm two-stepping. Like, Hannah and I are both swing dancers, um, and I haven't really ever done two-stepping. I don't know if you have Hannah. I have, but, like, Two or three times. Yeah, okay. Not in any significant way. Yeah, so so if you're a two-stepper in Flagstaff, Call I know us up. where you're going. <laughs> yeah, I want to join. I feel uh, like a lot of people know how to two-step. Yeah, and it's yeah. Like,
2: it's kind of like swing dancing where it's like a secret skill that like, almost, like a lot of people have and they just yeah. like don't talk about it and you're like, yeah. wait, you know how to swing dance? Yeah. yeah. But I feel like two-step is similar, yeah. especially in Arizona. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh wait, no, I know how to two-step. Yeah. You're like, really?
0: Okay, okay. Which apparently there is... Arizona two-step, which I oh is my gosh. slightly Specific? different than, I guess, other types of two-step. Of course there is. Cool. <laughs> Very cool. Oh, my cool. goodness. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so did that. Um, and then, so this uh, this week is a, a big week for me. Um, it's uh, on Wednesday, July 12th was the one-year anniversary of when I was diagnosed. Mm-hmm. And um, I just feel a little bit sad, like, yeah. when I think about that. Um, it's been a really long year, And simultaneously a very short year, but simultaneously very long. Um, So, yeah. So I don't know if I've shared this on the pod, but um, I am technically back in chemo Mm. um, based off of the pathology that I had back um, for my surgery. Um, It's not the same type of chemo, and it doesn't cause uh, hair loss. It doesn't cause, um, like, lowered white blood cell counts. But it's still chemo, chemo by name. Um, So I... I'm 9 out of 14 rounds of that done. So mm-hmm. um woo yeah in
2: October when you're done we should do
0: like a maybe we big should do a fucking party. Should we do like <laughs> a October episode that's like celebrating it, I don't know, something. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Or maybe November because I won't because I'll be finished true, the true, end true. of October. True true true. So I don't want to I don't know. I don't want to celebrate too soon. but
2: Maybe we do something like celebrating survivors in theater or something.
0: Yeah. yeah. Although we have asked for
2: people and yeah. we haven't heard from anybody. Yeah. So, so if you're if, out there, yeah. we're asking again, if you have gone through this and you're in theater.
0: Hit me up. Yeah. Also, Talk if you're an aerial artist and you've gone mm-hmm. through this or you've had lymph nodes removed or you've gone through radiation, um, that's something that now that I'm back in aerial, I mm. – thinking about like I'm it's think, yeah and I'm because like because with radiation like your skin kind of tightens oh um so I'm feeling that like throughout kind of like my armpit and I'm just like am I ever going to be able to do beats on a trapeze again like because oh. it kind of it doesn't feel great and yeah. I haven't really attempted it and I don't know like but
2: it, that might just be because you need to get back into it or do you think that's something that's not going to change um
0: no i think it will change but it's kind of my understanding that i might feel like this for like two-ish years because oh, like with radiation like your pathways are like rewiring kind of interesting um, yeah so i don't know yeah and then like yeah if you've had lymph nodes removed and you're an aerial artist i would love to talk with you Because yeah. yeah circus arts yeah or a dancer. I don't know. Yeah. If you're out there, talk to me. Honestly, I to talk to yeah. You. <laughs> I was like, just maybe anybody. Find me. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. If you're not any of those things, but you're a cancer survivor, talk to me. If you're none of things and something else, talk to me. I don't know. So. Yay.
2: To celebrate <laughs> you being done. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So close. Well, I'm sorry. So close. It's It is a hard week for sure. Yeah. It's crazy to think that that was only a year ago. It feels like
0: lifetimes ago that yeah. we found out. Yeah. It I'm mean, yeah, it simultaneously feels like it was forever ago. Yeah. And I also feel like I can immediately put myself back in like the ultrasound yeah. room getting mm-hmm. the diagnostics. Like Yep. Yeah. So crazy, crazy.
2: Yeah. Well Anyway Anything yep. else? <laughs>
0: Anyway, on that note, <laughs> yeah. um, it's real. <laughs> yeah, it's real. This is being a woman in this theater. This is being a shrew. This is being a shrew. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think so. I don't know. Oh well, I guess if I could take this opportunity. So the American Cancer Center, yeah, um, oh, or Society yeah. does a climb to conquer cancer mm-hmm. in Flagstaff, and it's not really a climb. It's 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 a walk. Um, last year it was up like a paved road, um, at Snowball. So if anyone is interested in doing that or interested in donating. Yeah, also, you have like a team, me, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad, um, he started, he did it last year. And mm. um, so my parents and my uncle are coming back out um, to do it again this year. And I'll, I'll join them. But um, we're Team Becky, if you want to donate yes. or if you want to join us or if you want to again, say hi, just come say hi to me. I don't know. What date <laughs> is it? Oh, Cause I got the email because yeah. I do want to do it. Yes, it is Saturday, August 19th. Saturday, August 19th. Okay. Yes. Great. Yeah. So that's between
2: our summer show or after our summer mm-hmm. shows. Mm-hmm. So not competing. no excuses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See you there. <laughs> See you there. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Cool. Okay, great. Yay. Well um thank you for checking in mm-hmm. and thank you don for checking in <laughs> yes thank you don <laughs> you can't hear us <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um have fun with your baby and your family mm-hmm. um so we are now going to we just had an amazing interview with kelsey mm-hmm. and we are going to see you over there see you there <laughs> All right. And now over to Kelsey
1: Hans. Hello, Kelsey. Hi. Hi. (laughs) How are you? Oh, I was in the hot sun setting up the tent just like Don was talking about. Mm. Um, And I am feeling good. Good. Was it a better heat than Phoenix, or comparable? <laughs> it worse. I really feel how close I am to the sun when I'm up here. Yes, yeah. um, yes, you do. But Phoenix is like an oppressive heat, and Flagstaff mm. is like a—you will not realize it, but it is gently slapping you in the face. Kind of. Heat. Mm-hmm.
2: You're gonna get a sun, like a really bad sunburn, but not quite realize. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely.
1: Well, welcome. Hey. Thank you. Do you want to tell the Shrew Crew who you are and why you're here? Yes, (laughs) I do. So, hello, everyone. My name is Kelsey Haunts. My pronouns are she, her. Um, I am the stage manager currently for Flag Shakes. This is my second time stage managing for them. I stage managed last fall for Comedy of Errors, (laughs) which was a delight and also a crash course in all things Shakespearean. (laughs) Um, I studied a little bit of Shakespeare in college and, you know, did Hamlet in high school, but... Who didn't? Yeah, <laughs> this has sort of been my first foray. So now I'm back to stage manage. We are doing two shows this summer: Twelfth Night and Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. And I'm in charge of both of them. Yay. My yes, goodness. You are. So, well, Kelsey, I have
0: only heard super positive things <laughs> yeah. about you: uh, just how <laughs> on
1: top of it you are, what a great human you are, how cool you are. Like, mm. Yeah, your reputation precedes you in a very good way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) One of the things of only having access to a mic and not a camera is you can't see that I was going, ooh. Cringe.
2: Compliments. (laughs) We hate those. So
1: uh, tell us a bit about your theater
2: and stage management background and what you do on The Daily, and yeah, just a little bit more about who you are. Oh,
1: wow, here we go. (laughs) Um, I was a youth theater kid, I started when I was about 13 years old because my parents were seeking a new outlet for their dramatic little child. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I did youth theater through the age of 19. Then when I came up here for college, I didn't do any theater at all. I took a long break and didn't seem to miss it because I was busy, you know, getting a liberal arts education. Mm -hmm. Um, And then after college in 2017, I saw a local group was doing Avenue Q. And I was like, I love that musical. I'll try out. Got to be Mrs. Thistletwat, who is a a very mean little character. (laughs) Okay. Um, I'm so sorry. I didn't even know that was a character. And I'm a little alarmed. (laughs) Yes. Mrs. Thistletwat, the kindergarten teacher. Um, I loved that. So I was like, I'm going to keep coming back and doing shows. And I did a whole bunch of shows and then was kind of moving back and forth from Phoenix to Flagstaff, figuring out, what my life was. Oh, I was in Europe for six weeks. Oh, I'm in Phoenix for six weeks. Am I moving back to Flagstaff? And then the group was doing The Great Gatsby and they were looking for mm. an assistant stage manager. And I was like, if I can sleep on my friend's couch and drive up on the Thursdays and then drive back down on the wow. Mondays, mm. I'll do it for you. So that was very fun. And that sort of dipped my toe into, oh, here's what stage managing is like. Yeah. So then later that Six months later or so, I solo stage managed The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is, it's both a technically complicated and very emotionally fraught show. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that was like a huge learning curve for being in charge of that. Um, yeah. And, you know, that was almost enough of a curve for me to be like, this curve is too steep for me <laughs> to learn. But gosh, I learned and I came back, stage managed another show there. And then couple years went by, I think the same years we all experienced with um, Mm. what's going on in the world. Mm -hmm. Is there theater still? And then uh, last year got a call from Flag Shakes saying, hey, we've heard that you stage manage. (laughs) So that's what brought me here this very day. Yeah, I think technically we found you through Paige. Yes. Shout out to my friend Paige, (laughs) who was in that production of The Great Gatsby, by the way. Um, Yeah, she just happened to say, I I know someone who's... Mm -hmm good at this um and i i suppose i am you (laughs) are you are yes shout out to Paige, who's
2: been in i don't know maybe like three or four shows with us now she's Mm -hmm. the best Best.
1: yeah ah
2: amazing okay so you kind of found it a little bit later in your theater career because you kind of started as an
1: actor and then it sort of and i did into i think i might have stage managed a couple things in youth theater but Mm. you know when you're a youth stage managing is like i'm there and hurting sometimes i'm backstage you know, With eating popcorn, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so this was as an adult, as like a post-college experience. Mm-hmm. And I think that's come from, I really like acting, but there were a lot of shows that I was like, I'm not sure that I'm right for this show or that, you know, I would want to do a part in the show, but I really love this show. I want to be yeah. A, yeah, so here and in, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, I've never been one to be just like a, a backstage person. Like right. if I'm gonna be there, as a technical person, I gotta be like the technical (laughs) person. Well, so I was gonna
0: ask, do you prefer stage managing versus assistant stage managing?
1: I think so. I think me and the way that my type A brain works, (laughs) I like to be the one in charge. Mm -hmm. Um, I think as an assistant, I'm always asking for more work, like, what else should I be doing? And then the actual stage manager is like, please, oh, my God, leave me alone. Um, (laughs) You're doing enough. Yes. (laughs) I like doing it on my own. But the unique thing that I've been learning with Flag Shakes is, like, there is a stage manager, yes, but there's also a production manager. Mm -hmm. And there's also, like, a, a social media person. And there's also... The casting director, and there's Dawn, and you know mm-hmm. there's many layers. Like it's not just right. you're alone no. in charge, and of, of course yeah. a director. Right. Shout out directors, can't <laughs> forget about you, even though I just did.
2: <laughs> Oops, <laughs> sorry, Jim. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> don't
1: worry, yeah. he's been on the Shrews. Yeah. He'll be okay. okay. He'll survive. Great. Yeah. Hi, so,
2: Jim.
0: <laughs> so Kelsey, because I feel I like ASMing mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. exact opposite reason I guess <laughs> that you like sming because I like being like not kind of at the helm of it but mm. being like the support for like the stage of, manager yeah. or for the psm um yeah like being a well, part I didn't of it know like that about yeah him. yeah I don't want to be the person that everyone <laughs> comes to I want to like help right facilitate but, yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah and
2: <laughs> shrew crew Lest we not forget that Becky is a pretty fancy stage manager, everybody. Mm -hmm. She's literally done a Broadway tour, just. Not a Broadway tour.
0: It was an international tour. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Excuse me. Aren't those the same? No. (laughs) Wait, um, help. Okay. So uh, Broadway is under the jurisdiction of the Actors' Equity Association Uh um, for stage managers and actors and an international tour as long as they're. Are, as long as nothing happens in the U.S., like, rehearsal-wise, oh. um, it's outside of AEA's jurisdiction. So I didn't know there was a difference.
2: Yes. <gasps> yeah. You yeah.
0: learn something new every day. Yeah. Shrews. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. Never mind. I take it back.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was not abroad by tour. So sorry. I wish. That would be great. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah, but still really fancy, though. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Very, very fancy.
2: Amazing. Yeah. So for anyone who's in the Shrew Crew who is maybe, like, an actor um, or hasn't really forayed into the world of stage managing what exactly is stage managing and why do we need
1: it oh becky why don't you Not take the first part of that question <laughs> becky gave us a face <laughs>
0: well so the kind of i guess like elevator speech that i always say like when someone's like oh what's stage managing i'll say anytime you see something change on stage so mm-hmm. anytime you see a light change on stage anytime you see a prop come on stage mm-hmm. anytime you see a set piece move a stage manager had their hand in it Yeah. Yeah. Whether or not they're the one, like, actually facilitating it. They're calling it. Yeah, they're mm -hmm. they're calling it or they're making sure the actor has the prop Mm -hmm. or making sure, yeah, people are where they need to be. Right. Stuff like that. I was just going to say they're people movers in a lot of ways. Like,
2: something I want to discuss later is the transferable skills (laughs) that stage managers have are insane because they're just, like, People movers, like they're so good at getting people in a room to do things all at once, successfully, keeping people safe, keeping people happy, keeping people on Mm -hmm. task, keeping people on track. Like that's what stage managers do. So if you're out there and you're like, wait, I love that. Maybe (laughs) like even if you're like in the court in like corporate America and you're like a production man, like production manager is like a regular, you know, uh, well what's a, job yeah for, regular job regular people for, for <laughs> w- what other jobs exist in the world that I don't theater, know Becky <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel yeah. like there are so many people
0: who maybe have never tried theater but would be such good stage managers yeah so I have one more thing to add but Kelsey I'm interested uh, in what you have to say first yeah what is stage oh, managing
1: Well the thing I immediately focused on was the why is it important part mm. of that question because I like to say, if you have a ba- bad stage manager, you know it. If you have a good stage manager, Ooh. you don't know it. Yeah, because things are just getting taken care of without, you know, Anyone there being a huge hassle. Like, yeah. oh, I'm an actor who has an injury. Mm-hmm. You told your stage manager it's taken care of. You're not going to get fight choreography right where you have that injury. Right. Oh, I need to have this tiny prop that I throw at the end of Act Two, and I need it by the end of Act Five. Okay, great. You're going to have that tiny prop in your hand at the end of act 5 because he you told your stage manager. Yeah. So, they are it, they make it such a more pleasant experience to be in the show, to be involved because you are not worrying as an actor, how the heck is this thing going to get done? Right. It's just getting getting done, done. getting it yeah. done. Uh preemptively Pre- yeah what, yeah, what I am I so. thinking of yeah, yeah like yeah being ahead of like a
0: problem or mm-hmm. being ahead of mm-hmm. anticipating like yes. th- that's what I mean yeah yeah and that is something yeah. that
2: Becky you are so so good at even just like as a friend something that Becky just has the skill of is like foreseeing problems I'm now doing mm. the Kelsey the don't talk <laughs> about me
0: what no, no you're <laughs> so
2: good at it you're like Thank you. You're always like, okay, what is an actor going to ask me about this? I'm going to send an email before they can even ask about yeah.
0: it. What is yeah. a
2: patron going to need that I like y- you take care, you communicate Thank you. preemptively so that you don't have to deal with that problem because it never becomes a problem. And that's what stage managers do. They foresee problems and yeah. they're really good communicators. Like stage managers are good communicators. They know how to get information to people. Yeah. In a way that is clear, concise, and yeah, gets people where they need to go. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: and so. it's also working with a lot of different like oh, personalities. personalities. Mm-hmm.
2: Like <laughs>
0: Kelsey has thoughts.
2: Kelsey <laughs> side. okay. Well, clearly yeah. we need to hear from
1: Kelsey about personalities. Okay. It's um, it's one facet of being a stage manager that I think exhausts some people who yeah. are not this type of person mm-hmm. because in some ways you are both being in charge of a group of adults and also being in charge of a group of kids because (laughs) um, all the adults have their own personality types, as you said, or Mm -hmm. their needs Needs, or their wants or their styles of communication Mm -hmm. that you need to figure out as you go along. And one thing that's like the most important to me when I'm stage managing is that my actors feel comfortable and like they're having a good time because I've certainly done shows where I was like, this is just uncomfortable all the time for everyone. So it's, yeah. okay, an actor just told me for the fifth time they're not getting enough snacks. Am I going to let that <laughs> annoy me, or am I going to get them snacks? Or like, oh, an actor is consistently 15 minutes late because mm-hmm. they can't figure out when to leave. Okay, am I going to modify their schedule so they're showing up on time, or am I going to be, like, ranting to everyone, oh, this actor's always late. I mean, be on time, actors. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's it's sort of like... You have to separate your own ego and your own annoyances of being like, I can't believe all these people need so many things from me, because that is the joy of being a stage manager is, yes, they need things from you, and that's your job, so the director can focus on directing, Mm -hmm. and the actors can focus on acting, Mm -hmm. and you are the people need these things, let's get them done, person. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Which, bow down to you, Kelsey. (laughs) Like, wow. I'm just like, (laughs) needs... Uh, like
0: Like, everybody has a need why can't people just not need things exactly (laughs) i
2: know i know yeah and i'm also i'm too much of an empath if if anyone came to me with a need i'd be like they hate me they hate the company they hate the show
0: and it's like no they just they just ask for a break (laughs) yeah or they're um like advocating on behalf of Mm -hmm. so when you're so working on an equity show and um i guess maybe sometimes non-equity companies will do this as well um, they have like, and I can't remember what the term for this is, but they kind of have like a designated equity um, actor, um, or I guess it could be the stage manager. but that probably, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it could be anybody who is equity, where they're kind of like the designated, like, hey, like i I go to this person because I'm having a problem, like an um, equity captain or whatever. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. And that person can also go to the stage manager or whoever and kind of advocate on behalf of why did I start talking about this? So it felt like something, Kelsey, that you were yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, like sorry. the wants and needs. Like you're oh, advocating yeah. for yeah. your actor's yeah. wants and needs no yeah. matter
2: what they might be,
0: making sure they're safe and comfortable yes. and happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and I think what I was maybe trying to say was like just because somebody is going to you doesn't necessarily mean that it's like their want or their need, but mm. they're advocating on behalf for of other people. maybe somebody who wasn't comfortable or True. for whatever reason. Yeah, because um, yeah, yeah. I
2: can remember times that I've done that where I'm like, this person keeps complaining to me and I can't necessarily help them with their problem, but I can at least make sure someone knows about it.
0: And so then, well, now I'm going to go off on a different tangent, but just to go back to like, what is a a stage manager? um, I remember reading an article a couple of years ago that likened stage managers when they're calling a show to a conductor, like -hmm. who's conducting Mm -hmm. a band or an orchestra. So it's like, yeah, I might not be the one playing the instrument, but I am keeping everything together. And if I'm noticing a problem. Okay, how can I fix it? Because I have kind of like the lay of the whole land type thing. And whereas so so like an actor can only focus or only needs to focus on their acting. Like lighting only needs to focus on lighting type thing. Whereas the stage manager can oversee it all. And Mm -hmm. yeah, be that point person. Yes. They need to know music. Like the
2: conductor isn't physically playing the instrument Mm -hmm. at that moment. But the conductor needs to know music better than Mm -hmm. anyone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because they have to be able to read, you know, Yes. This is a large metaphor, but they need yeah. to be able to read the music yeah, from every single position yeah. and understand the score from every single person's perspective. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah I, you know everybody's you gonna tracks. <laughs> I, know everybody.
1: I was going to say there's also a, a much longer timeline to being a stage manager than people might expect. You know, okay, our show started rehearsing June 12th. Well, since uh, February, I knew I was going to be doing this job in April we were starting meetings, emails. Uh, emails, getting the cast together. In May I was making the schedule. Yes, I'm in charge of the show as it's going on and then after the show has concluded I'm making sure that we are doing like post-mortem sounds kind of dark for That's what we call this it. but yeah. you know <laughs> how the show went and, and what needs to be done better next time and mm-hmm. everything so You were like, oh, I just started this show in June. I'm like, okay, I've been having my grubby little stage manager hands in it for months and months now. Yeah. Yeah. So that's also part of it is like you do know the show very intimately. Mm -hmm. One thing that's interesting for me is I've never acted in a Shakespeare show. Like when we did Hamlet in high school, it was like we read bits. Mm -hmm. And I was always the one like, please let me know Hamlet. (laughs) Uh, So like watching people be really good at Shakespearean acting and then hearing the director say things like, you know, is this in verse or in prose? And mm-hmm. sometimes I even get like my upstage, my downstage mixed up. I'm like, whoa, I don't know what <laughs> anyone is talking about, but I'm going to try to do a, <laughs> a good job about it. So I'm, I'm like, I'm in charge and I know the music if we're going with yes. the conductor mm-hmm. metaphor, but I'm mm-hmm. still kind of learning how the different instruments work. Specifically mm-hmm. yeah. with Shakespeare. Yes. Totally. Specifically yeah. with Shakespeare. Yeah. But, but knowing... Okay, I might not know how you play the flute, but I know you need a comfortable chair to sit in, and I know you need to be on stage by 7 p.m. to start playing your flute part.
2: To play the flute. (laughs) Oh, also, you need a flute.
1: Yes. Also,
0: you need the flute, yes. Yes, you need a flute. That is also very important, because without that flute...
2: You are no, no music player. Yeah, you, you are a singer at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, you're no longer a flute player. <laughs> That's so silly. No, totally. I love that so much. <laughs> so, um, what do you do as your day job, Kelsey? I'm just curious cuz like I have this theory about stage managers and transferable skills, mm. and I just want to start stealing people <laughs> from other careers cuz we need good stage managers.
1: Okay, well, I've had so many day jobs. My previous day jobs included hosting at a restaurant. That Mm. is very transferable to stage (laughs) managing because that's a lot of people moving. Oh, yes. Um, Literally. Yes. (laughs) I've worked in retail before, which Mm. is a lot of can you be tough for eight hours straight and deal with everyone else's needs. And then... Just now, a couple months ago, I started actually like a dream job that I've been working on for a couple of years. So I now work as an audio describer, nice. which is basically okay. someone who writes captions for media that are then spoken so that blind and low vision viewers can enjoy mm-hmm. the program along oh. with everyone else. So most of my days are spent typing away, watching a program, typing my descriptions, saying them out loud, which is all very, very, very minute stuff. It's like you got to be frame perfect. You got to be good at writing. You got to be good at cutting your writing down to fit in the two seconds that you have to describe the entirety of Bridgerton that's happening on screen. (laughs) You have to be accurate in your descriptions because some people have some vestiges of vision and they can tell that's not a red shirt, that's a pink shirt. And then with voicing, which I can hear myself kind of doing here, you have to Mm -hmm. be very, very aware of every tiny little mouth noise that your mouth makes. And you can't have like your peas popping and you can't <laughs> yeah. have the sound of your mouth opening in the microphone so it's a lot of like really kind of being in control of yourself and hmm. your schedule and everything which i i think those are transferable, transferable skills but yeah yeah it like to get this job it was the steps that i took were like get an english degree get really good at writing be yeah. also an actor be also like in the accessibility world mm-hmm. do a lot of voice acting like it's, it's a lot compounding on each other. Yeah. So before wow. each rehearsal, I wake up at 5.30. I work for five hours. And then I go to my two rehearsals a day. Ooh. And it's Damn. my whole day is like tiny details. And that's <laughs> actually kind of good for my brain. So. <laughs> you
2: love details. Yes, also, I just details. remembered Shrew Crew
1: Kelsey is also an aerialist. Yeah.
0: I was going to yes. bring it up.
1: <laughs> a whole table full of aerialists. A whole yeah. table. Yeah. I mean, the Shrew Crew is chock full of <laughs> yeah. everything. Do, do you want to yeah. tell the, the Shrew Crew what you do? Yes. <laughs> I am the, uh, the Shrew Crew's resident pole dancer. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been doing that for a few years now. I have actually a YouTube channel where I show off the pole dancing, among other things. And guess what? I audio describe my pole dancing. <gasps> so it's been a lot of describing my own wiggly little body as i like <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> wow around. but yes i do pull, and i think uh am i the only one who does no you do a little bit does pull. i do a little bit of pole yeah pull? i didn't know yeah. no, this i've yeah. yeah. never good. tried pull. Oh. okay <laughs> i would like to but i've never yeah. tried pull. what do you what do you think of it i mean pole is hard mm-hmm. she bruises it's yeah <laughs>
0: it's very yeah it's tough it's there are some moves where, like, I watch someone else do it, and I'm like, it looks so pretty. And then when I do it, I'm like, mm, not quite. Yes. Um, and I feel like it takes a lot of, or it can take a lot of time to make something look both mm. easy on the pole and pretty. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I it, would agree with it that. It uses your strength in just a different way.
1: Yes. Yeah. And with that apparatus, you are solely responsible for holding yourself up. There's never a point that you can tie your sit. foot in a lock yeah. or sit on a apparatus. It's yeah. just you and your little skin going down the, down the pole yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah cause even sitting on the
0: pole gravity is
1: working against you yep. <laughs> you are you're holding using yourself your, up there. yeah you're like using your thighs <laughs> yeah. just sit there yeah, yeah I bet absolutely. there's like a a parallel between stage managers and pole dancers though like people who happily uh-huh. will put themselves into pain for an hour class <laughs> and get a bunch of bruises I probably also like Venn diagram is a circle <laughs> Vend- of the people who would stage. <laughs> yeah.
0: So that's um, so silly. So I have a friend who was uh PSMing a show, and in the show one of the characters was meant to like climb a pole. And I don't think they brought so it wasn't like for it was just like a short amount of time. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't to do a trick, it was just to like get from like stage level to whatever the next um level was. And but I and I, I would need to talk with them more to fully understand. But what it sounded like was they didn't have anybody who was trained in pole. And so this actor was climbing the pole incorrectly and injured herself. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, but but if you had somebody, like, it would have been, oh. Like, yeah. But I think mm-hmm. it's just things that maybe people don't realize. or but, like, people would be trained in that. Yeah. Because, yeah. like there's a way to climb a pole and yeah, it hurts, but it's a lot easier than just trying to like muscle yourself up. So, yeah. yeah. I love the Venn diagram. (laughs) Becky and Kelsey are both in this circle. Yeah, Mm -hmm. the case study of two. uh, (laughs) Case study of two stage manager pole dancers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you're a stage manager pole dancer out there, you let us know. (laughs) Or I guess just
2: stage manager aerialist. Mm, Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, we, you know, even though Don and I don't do pole, we also willingly are in pain yes. and get bruised yes. up for a lot of time. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: There's there no apparatus that I would say is yep. like taking the easy way out. Right. No. Like it is still... They're just hard in different ways. Yes. Like
2: trapeze, you have that yeah. moment where you can sit but the ropes, they so... Yeah. They so crazy. And then lira <laughs> is hard, you know, yeah. like so it it's causes bruising. a full metal circle. Mm, yeah. <laughs> then you have silks which can cause burns but mm-hmm. they're softer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
1: everything has... Yeah, Go I got stuck in a yeah. silk once. Oh, I no. had to be cut out. Cut? <gasps> <God? laughs> I'm sorry, what? Wait, what's the yeah. story? <laughs> this was a, the middle of a performance, and I was wearing an all-black outfit. I was on an all-black silk. I got myself into this, like, tilted back move. It looked beautiful. It was perfect. I rotated the wrong direction, cinched the silk against my thigh, tried to correct, overcorrected, it, and created a knot That was impossible to see against my black clothing. So no fewer than three instructors rushed over with a ladder to try to prop me up. They couldn't figure out how I was tied in there. They couldn't get enough of my body weight on the ladder to support me. So one of them went, does anyone have a knife? And some random guy in the audience pulled out his bowie (gasps) knife and they just sawed me free. I'm sorry. Destroying the silk. And
0: that is how the
1: performance ended. But I was dangling for a solid (laughs) Two minutes, I think, as the performance was still going on. And then the performance ended and I was I was still trying to get free and the audience and everyone else did not know what to do. It was so quiet in there. Everyone was just watching me upside down. Get cut from the silk. Oh my gosh. So in conclusion (laughs) <laughs> These
0: aerial sports are no joke. Yeah. In conclusion, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Also, in conclusion, this is why a stage manager is good because they are looking mm. out for the safety of everyone. They sure and, are. Yeah. Indeed. And so, oh even goodness. if there might not have been like a legit, like someone titled stage manager, like they were someone's yeah. someone's mm-hmm. doing the
1: job. <laughs>
0: <sighs> oh, goodness Yay, me. So, I'm
1: glad you're okay. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> have you gotten back on a
0: silk since?
1: I have a few times okay. at Momentum. In my little, in my living in Flagstaff, my living in Phoenix, yeah. I had had some more silk yeah. time. And I didn't get stuck. It was great. Good. My <laughs> goodness.
2: Well, don't try this at home, folks. Yeah. But also, try stage managing. And yes. And also try aerial. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I... W- <laughs> just not at home. Yeah, Do it, so, it just, with a theater yeah. company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or with
0: a with or a yeah. studio. Stage manage <laughs> at
2: home in your bedroom. Just alone. <laughs> just try it on your own. <laughs> People move yourself. Anyway, so um, I want to know... As an actor, Kelsey, how can I make my stage manager love me? How can I be (laughs)
1: teacher's pet to my stage manager? (laughs) Show up to rehearsal on time. Okay. You heard it here Um, first, folks. (laughs) Be on time. Yes. (laughs) Be on time because I spend so many hours making these schedules. Yeah. To have them Mm -hmm. not be followed is very frustrating. Yeah. It's also very frustrating if I have sent a very clear schedule and then – you don't tell me until you are 25 minutes late that you didn't understand the schedule, mm-hmm. um, which doesn't happen very frequently with professional theater, but yeah. it happens more, you know, in youth theater or just community, community theater. theater. Mm-hmm. Um, you should read the emails that your stage manager sends mm-hmm. because, again, I don't do these things for my health. Uh, <laughs> if I say closed-toed shoes. I mean closed-toed shoes, please. Yep. I'm wearing flip-flops right now and actually feeling guilty about it, even though we are just <laughs> oh, sitting. We, we are sitting in chilling. a studio. No, we not. wear those flip-flops. Yep. <laughs> um, let your stage manager know about needs that you have before they are an urgent need. Like, if you know that you can't move your body into the position that a director is having you do and you don't feel comfortable telling the director that, tell me before it's opening week and your knees are destroyed and you can't walk like yeah it's you know it's all about knowing yourself knowing what you need expressing that to me as your stage manager in a way that i can help you before it's everyone all at once has the chaos because no one has expressed anything that they need that uh making sure your props get back where they Mm -hmm. go making Mm -hmm. sure if you're involved in like a fight or a dance or something that you're warming up your body and getting ready for it. And I feel like I always really appreciate when an actor tells me, you're doing a good job. Hmm. Because, you know, I don't need praise. Obviously I get a little like cringy if someone someone compliments me, but I think it's often easier to tell like an actor, oh, you're doing a good job right now Mm -hmm. than it is like a technical person. And we like to hear that too. You Aww, know, we, a, yeah. We I really never that. thought about that. <laughs> yeah. You're
2: right. Yeah. They do deserve it. Yeah. Even just like in arts admins, sometimes when someone's like, "Hannah, good job on that." I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you." Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. We like forget to tell our ad- our administrators and our technical people yeah. that they're doing a good job. Yeah. yeah. You're right. Cuz
0: stage managers are often just forgotten about overlooked Kelsey yeah. Was, yeah it was kind of like what you were saying before where if you're like quote-unquote a bad stage manager people are going to know but if you're mm-hmm. a good stage manager mm-hmm. no one's going to think twice mm-hmm. yep but it's like yeah but like i'm still here and i'm showing up and i'm doing my job and i'm, and I'm helping doing people very well. mm-hmm. yeah so so a little recognition yes yeah. goes, goes a long way what,
1: what would you say are what you would want
0: your actors to express yeah i mean definitely everything that you have mm-hmm. just said I mean, yeah, definitely what you said. My first thing was be on time. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Or if you're running late, let me know before call time. Mm-hmm. Um, don't make me chase Hunt after you. you. <laughs> yeah. If yeah. you get stuck behind a train at 55 after,
2: yeah, just text me. Yeah. That yeah. way I know that when a clock hits... Whatever when time. O'clock <laughs> hits, <laughs> when O'clock hits.
0: When O'clock. You knew five minutes ago. Yeah. And not... Because, like, because we're trying to get the room started. Right. Like, mm-hmm. the director might be, like, hey, where is everyone? Or where is this person? And I'm, like, I don't know. Like, give me a sec, I'll go. Hunt it yeah. down. Yeah. Give them a um, call. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, like, respecting break times. So, like, mm. oh, well, so actually this kind of goes two ways. <laughs> so, like, if it's a 10-minute break, like, it's a 10-minute break, like, and be back and ready to work at the end of those 10 minutes. But also, I mean, for me, sometimes I call myself, like, a lazy stage manager <laughs> where I'm just, like. It's my 10 minutes too, and Mm -hmm. I don't want to work on my break because I can't work when we're not on break or because I can't rest when we're not on break. Whereas, you know, sometimes other people, if they're not in the scene or whatever, they can take a few minutes to themselves. Um, You can't. Yeah. 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 Because you're constantly writing something down or listening you're actively yeah. engaged yeah whereas yeah
2: an actor can go look at their script close their eyes in the
0: corner yeah et cetera yeah maybe they can step out mm-hmm. of the room to use right. the bathroom during that time That's, that is a but, very good point yeah. I, I will
1: add on to that with like <laughs> you know you being on time means the rehearsal can start on time but also if the rehearsal ends at nine like I probably really want to get out of there and get mm-hmm. home so if you're like taking your sweet time you know gathering up all your stuff that you've scattered all over, yeah. And, you know, I don't mind like hanging out and chatting with people, but there is definitely some times that you're like, Okay, go. like this is not like my space that I own. Like I'm trying to leave yeah. here yeah. <laughs> too. Yeah. And you yeah. have to be the last person to leave because you're locking yes, up. I yeah. Do. That's one thing and... also about being a stage manager is you are always the first person in and you're mm-hmm. always the last person out. Mm-hmm. So if you are tempted to be a stage manager, you gotta remember that it's it's more than just the four hour block of rehearsal that's your time commitment. It's mm-hmm. the leaving 25 minutes early to be 15 minutes early and leaving 15 minutes late because you had to turn off all the lights and put yep. away all yeah. the chairs and everything yeah. yeah and also like
0: oftentimes you're sending a report at the end of the day mm-hmm. oh true and so it's like all i paperwork. mean the work yeah so i try not to bring any of that work home with me i'll try always to like do it at the space yeah um, but, like, sometimes I don't, but so it's, like, but, yeah, like, a 9 p.m. end time is not really a 9 p.m. end time for a stage manager. Right. Yes. So We do need to keep that in mind. You're
2: so right. That's a longer yeah. night for our stage managers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's one thing I also am very conscious of with actors. I don't know if this is just a a me thing or if that's me tooting my own horn and being, like, I'm such a conscientious toot, stage toot, manager. Girl. But, <laughs> like, if I know someone lives far away, I really do my best to make sure they are called for like all their scenes in one day. So they don't have to come all five days a week. Yeah. Mm. They can come the one time and then we'll see them again the next time there's an all call. right? And try not to have people come for just like five minutes and then, oh, thanks for coming. Enjoy yeah. your hour drive, 90 minute <laughs> drive or whatever. Which yeah. I, I feel like we see a lot in Flag Shakes is people who are coming from like Prescott or- um, Sedona. Sedona, yeah, yeah. Coming quite a ways. And thankfully, as the creator of the schedule, I have the freedom to be like, here's the schedule and Mm -hmm. let me know if this is like too many rehearsals for you. Um, But yes, just know that like if your stage manager is doing that for you, you can also do that for your stage manager by appreciating their time and being on time and, you know. Respecting those time boundaries and everything. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Wow. Nice.
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, just marketing reasons. We open, this drops. Oh, actually, this is the quickest turnaround we'll ever have. Thank you Hannah. (laughs) And
0: thank you Bethany. Yes
2: this drops tomorrow morning which is insanity. We've never done that before but that is proof to how busy we are because (laughs) Dawn's literally not in the episode. We put up our tent literally minutes ago and we're getting this out tomorrow morning. So we as of tomorrow when this drops we open in like oh almost two weeks so that's a sunday we open on a friday in basically two weeks and we start with twelfth night twelfth night runs the first weekend that's july the weekend of july 28th it runs the first weekend the second weekend is the weekend that both shows share so second weekend is both twelfth night and romeo and juliet and then third weekend is only Romeo and Juliet. So each show has their own individual weekend and then the middle weekend they share. So you have three weekends to see shows. You can do the double header on that weekend where they're both running or you can spread them out. If you're coming from out of town, obviously I would recommend that double header weekend or if you're Mm -hmm. local, spread them out. Um, but they are at Lowell Observatory under our beautiful large festival tent. It's in heavy, the middle. Heavy tent. Very, very heavy tent. <laughs> Again, check out that Instagram. It's going to be a fun little uh, time lapse of it going up. <laughs> um, but it's amongst the trees. It's beautiful. So that's sort of the basic info. Of course, get your tickets at flagshakes.org. But Kelsey, how yes. has it been? What can they expect?
1: Gosh, I tell you, every time I get to watch really good actors be really good at acting, (laughs) it just lights me up inside. It's been so amazing watching these people show up. And some of them have already, you know, done so much character work. And they know these characters so deeply. Or they have cool ideas about, oh, I want to wear this costume for this character because it's this and this. Or I'm going to do my hair this way. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, that's really neat. So you will be treated to some very excellent acting. When we open with Twelfth Night, that's one that has a lot of music in it. It might be the most music in any Shakespeare show. Um, Festy sings a lot. Festy sings a lot. So there's music within the show. There will be music before and in the intermission. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. It is a comedy, and there's a lot of broad humor that you know kids might laugh at. But there's also a really deep story at its heart that is about love and loss and connection. And everyone is dressed up as different genders Mm -hmm. and they're all like falling in love with each other but as the wrong gender and it's it's very comedy of
2: errors (laughs) (laughs) yes if you
1: will yes it's it's very heartfelt Mm -hmm. and it's very funny and there's lots of music and then Romeo and Juliet I have been very surprised to find the first half of Romeo and Juliet is actually hilarious it is it's a a wonderful time And then it, you know, if you're not... Takes a turn. Yes, not not to spoil anything, but Romeo and Juliet is famously a tragedy. Mm -hmm. And that one, it has a little bit of music, yes, but expect a lot of sword fights and Mm -hmm. stage combat and drama and also the whole cast performing a choreographed dance Mm -hmm. number at the Capulet Ball, which is very fun. So each show has its own fun little quirks and elements that you get a little of in the other show, but more in one show and they're definitely both worth seeing. And I have been so proud of the casts. I think they're doing an amazing job. A lot of them are in both shows and they're in one show being extremely tragic and the other show being extremely funny. And it's Mm -hmm. they have just been amazing to watch and get to be part of. So please come see our shows. Yay, Yay. please,
2: please, please come see our shows. Summer in Flagstaff is just a magical time.
1: a beautiful time
2: and Lowell yeah. observatory hard to beat my friends mm-hmm. yeah
1: mm-hmm. so you Very literally cool. have no excuses
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: amazing oh my- Yay. so um how can the shrew crew find you kelsey if they want to just get to know you or hire you
1: maybe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well if you want to go the professional route you can always uh email me at Khaunts hey, at cox.net <laughs> yes i still have a cox email it's... oh my gosh i have a
2: hotmail yeah I, I... <laughs> I mean i
1: really only use it for like trash mm-hmm. but anytime
2: i give someone my hotmail i'm like don't
1: judge me <laughs> yes don't don't judge that email address you can find me on youtube It's just under my name kelsey haunts if you're not into poll stuff sometimes i do like video essays on there there's a lot of stuff about accessibility and audio description Videos about Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, the TV mm-hmm, shows mm-hmm. that have been Ooh. blowing up lately. People have been loving those. Um, and then I am on Instagram as well at khaunts 333 and uh, I'll be under this tent at LOL for, <laughs> for the next, next three TV. weeks of my life. <laughs> yes, five weeks actually. Yeah. Yep. Oh boy. <laughs> Yay! Amazing. Oh,
2: also, Kelsey's last name and my last name are basically the same. I would they just rhyme. like to say
1: yes. Mm-hmm. They're, they're spelled and differently, but they are. Hans and Fonts. What and are Fons? you uh, attorneys at law? What's <laughs> <Yeah>. happening here?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Have a had an accident call, Haunts and Fonts. <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought that was <laughs> hilarious
1: it was good it was good thank
2: you thank you thank you thank you (laughs) that's amazing (laughs) well truly like like becky said your reputation precedes you Mm -hmm. you truly i remember after comedy of errors we were like can every show be like that one (laughs) because it was the first show in a long time that went so that smoothly um, and, of course, you know, it's also a combination of humans. Like, that cast was incredible. Mm-hmm. The director really knew what she was doing. You're an incredible stage manager. And it was just all of those pieces that came together. But, truly, we were like, what do we have to do <laughs> to get Kelsey Haunts back? So she never leaves. Yeah, so she <laughs> never leaves. Move to Flagstaff. Um, so, yeah. truly, you're amazing. And you. uh, I... I think that this episode is important because, yeah, people don't realize how important stage managing is, and Mm -hmm. honestly, I think a lot of people just don't know that like it's a viable path Mm -hmm. within the theater world. Like they're like, "Oh, I act or I direct, that's it." Yeah. But stage management, and of course, like, "Oh, I'm a lighting designer." But people don't, I don't think, realize that like stage managing is such a specific job that is so important. And
0: I will also say, like, when we were talking about SMing and ASming, um, and even like PSming, like. Those are all specific, or can be specific career tracks. Like you can mm-hmm. be a career ASM, ASM, yeah, and that is totally fine. I don't know. When I like realized that, I felt <laughs> nice. like a huge weight off my shoulders because that yeah. was a choice. You're not like, oh, I'm not yeah. good enough to be a stage manager. No, you like, yeah, because yeah, because again, being like, that track yeah, for the yeah. reasons, like, yeah, like I, yeah, like I like being an ASM. Yeah, so, yeah.
2: Yeah, amazing. (laughs) Oh, also, random shout-out. We are looking for a stage manager for Mm. two noble kinsmen. So Mm -hmm. if you are listening to this episode, that is our fall show, and we are looking for a stage manager. And honestly, just if you're in Flagstaff, we want to cultivate some good local stage managers um, because I think that's something that our local theater scene is definitely in need of Mm -hmm. is good, reliable stage managers. So... Send us an email or a message if you're like, I want to try that. Um, I have those transferable (laughs) skills. (laughs) Amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Kelsey. It was such a
0: pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Yay. Yay, thank you. And thanks to everyone listening uh, to this month's episode of Untamed Shrews. I'm Becky. And
2: I'm Hannah. Join us next time in August for episode number 32 of Untamed Shrews. Follow Untamed Shrews on our Instagram at Untamed Shrews Podcast and on the Flagshakes website. All episodes of Untamed Shrews can be found wherever you get your podcasts,
0: as well as on sunsounds.org and the Flagshakes YouTube Please subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, put us in your Instagram stories, donate at flagshakes.org/donate, become a podcast sponsor, and buy Shrew Crew merch. Help support the Shrew Crew. Our
2: Shrew Crew merch came, and it is adorable. So definitely <laughs> yes, buy some cute. of that. This episode of Untamed Shrews, starring Don Tucker, Becky Zritsky, Hannah Fonts, and Kelsey Hans. Yay! <laughs> Show art by Calliope Ludecker. Podcast theme song by Caden Slam. Podcast produced and edited by Hannah. Fonts presented by Flagstaff Shakespeare Festival and recorded with Sun Sounds of Arizona. Special thanks to our audio engineer today, Bethany Williams. Yay! Yay bye. <laughs> bye, guys. Bye.